And we are back with Dr. Iris Gorfinkel. And Dr. Gorfinkel, want to turn to Dr. Peter Uni, head of the Ontario Science Table, who's made some headlines today saying that we could see 10,000 daily cases by the end of this month, by the end of the year, December 31st. Do you think we need to brace ourselves for that kind of that sort of number? It's a, it's a very frightening number. And I think the, the answer is actually yes, because you can't help but look at the number of people that Omicron is known to infect. So back in the good old days, and I can actually say almost past tense, back in the good old days of Delta, that number was one person infects one person. And what's that number with Omicron? One person infects three people. And that makes a tremendous difference in how rapidly it's spreading. So what's the doubling time in Ontario alone? Three days, case counts double, every three days. And that's where Dr. Uni gets those numbers. He basically says, well, how many cases do we have now? And he does the doubling time and that's where the math comes from. If you're gonna triple your, if you're gonna double your cases every three days, well, you got that number by Christmas for sure. So having said that, is it likely, do you think that uh, most of us, the majority of us are gonna contract the Omicron variant? I mean, it's that transmissible that, uh, more than likely all of us are going to get this? I think it, it's hard to say for sure, because we know that being double vaxxed, which most, which most Ontarians are at this point, is, is actually does offer protection. You know, it's not perfect protection, but the best data we have actually comes right out of South Africa. And, and that tells us it's about 30% effective, you know, if against having a case. And that's, that's if you have the booster shot. The two doses is 70% effective in reducing hospitalization. So it's still pretty good with that. So probably people are going to get the disease. It will hopefully be milder. But as I said, that even if there are breakthrough infections in a large number of vaccinated people, it could still overwhelm our hospitals. And that's the big concern. So, yeah, there's a good chance that people will gain some immunity from the disease, but we, you know, we can't bank on that. We mm -hmm. have to hope that people get that booster shot ASAP. And of course, the biggest priority is are those who have still not even had one dose. Yeah, I got less than a minute here, but let me ask you finally, the numbers aren't great. They're kind of scary, to be honest. But what you mentioned there about the vaccines, do we need to just keep that in mind, vaccines and boosters, and that this is not the same? It feels, I think, uh, to a lot of people, like March 2020 all over again, but uh, we're not starting from zero here. The best advice is juggle all the balls. Don't count on any one thing. Get the booster shot. Get vaccinated if you can. Don't lose hope with mitigation. Mitigation matters, and it matters a lot, even in the fully vaccinated people. Tests, rapid tests, if you, if you could get, if you're lucky enough to get your hands on them, when you do, understand they miss the diagnosis half of the time when there's no symptoms. So if you think that a rapid test is permission to go off and just, you know, sing all the Christmas carols and eat all the food with a large gathering, I think we've got to think again about that. All right. Dr. Gorfinkel, much appreciated as always. Thank you so much. Many thanks. All right. There's vaccine researcher, family physician, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel with us each and every Wednesday. And we're back after this break on Global News Radio.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.